Welcome to Friday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. Hey, guess what? We still have a government today. We almost didn't. I'll explain all of that in today's Core 4. The next time someone makes you go to bed after your bedtime, you can sue them. I'll tell you about it in Pop Stop. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Friday, January 19th, 2024. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. This May will mark two years since a gunman killed 19 students and two teachers at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. Yesterday, the Department of Justice released a critical incident review of the shooting, and it's bad. The Uvalde police response to the incident has been a topic since the day after the shooting. The DOJ report highlights everything that went wrong and how it should have been handled. These are some of the key highlights. One of the main issues is that officers did not recognize or follow protocol for an active shooter threat. They should have immediately pushed toward the threat until they entered the room and eliminated that threat. That did not happen. The report says the, quote, most significant failure, end quote, was officers not immediately recognizing an active shooter situation and that officers retreated from the gunfire to wait for reinforcements. Another big issue was the failure to communicate with families. Some were given incomplete or inaccurate information on their children. Others were told their child survived when they did not. Children who were shot and injured were put on a bus to a community center where families were reuniting rather than being treated for their injuries and sent to a hospital. The local district attorney has not yet completed her inquiry into what happened, including whether or not any law enforcement officers should be criminally charged. The DOJ report says, quote, several family members indicated they cannot move forward with their lives and do the things they normally need to do until they know what happened to their children. Some have asked if their child was alone or near friends. Others want to know if their child would have lived if law enforcement entered the classroom earlier, end quote. This is not normal. We need to establish that fact before I give you my first update of the day. Our government is not supposed to spend the better part of a year just trying to keep the lights on. But that is exactly what's been going on as representatives in the House keep fighting over the federal budget. And don't get me wrong, the federal budget is always a hot topic and how our government spends our money is really, really important. But it's normally something that's supposed to be debated for a while. Then both parties are supposed to find some compromise, pass a spending bill, and keep it moving. It just hasn't happened like that since Republicans took control of the House in 2023. Thankfully, Congress has been able to get just enough level-headed people in the House and Senate from both parties to come together and pass budget extensions over the last year. Those are basically agreements saying that since we don't have a full spending bill yet, the federal government will use budgets from the previous year until a new one is passed. And that's great because we've avoided a full government shutdown that would impact people's social security payments and federal employees would have to either be furloughed or work with no pay. But just keeping the government running is a pretty low bar to set for what is supposed to be the most powerful democracy in the world. And on top of that, the agencies that are involved in these budget debates 
have to deal with the risk of a shutdown almost every six weeks, which is not a great way to be doing business. Now, the Senate, which has been our logical chamber of Congress for the last year, passed the newest bipartisan budget extension with a vote of 77 to 18, which means almost every single senator was on board. In the House of Representatives, however, things weren't so clean. Almost every single Democrat in the House did vote to approve the spending bill, but since they don't have a majority, they still needed some help from Republicans. And Republicans were basically split 50-50 on this, with 107 voting to keep the government open and 106 voting for the shutdown. And there was no room for error here. If they weren't able to pass the spending bill yesterday, today would have been the first day of a partial government shutdown. And if this story sounds really, really familiar, it's because we've now done this, I think, three or four times over the last year, which, like I said, to kick this off is not normal. Hopefully, though, the next time this spending bill comes up, our elected officials will do their jobs, find some compromise and pass a bill that allows the government to stay open for, I don't know, more than six weeks. It's officially dangerous to sleep. Over 580,000 beds sold at places like Walmart and Wayfair have been recalled because they can break during use. The recall is on several different models and sizes of upholstered low-profile beds from Home Design Inc. The wholesaler said it received 128 reports of the beds breaking, sagging, or collapsing when used. There have been 36 injuries reported from the beds breaking. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission is urging consumers with these recalled beds to stop using them immediately and contact the company for free replacement slats and side rails. Before you decide to sleep on the couch all weekend, head to themorningshowpodcast.com so you can find out if your bed has been recalled. Hunter Biden is finally going to testify. If you need a quick refresher, the House Oversight Committee is conducting an impeachment investigation into President Biden. And the whole idea of possibly impeaching President Joe Biden revolves around if his son Hunter used Joe's influence when he was vice president for business deals. Or even worse, if Hunter Biden was funneling bribe money from foreign companies or politicians to his vice president dad. The House Oversight Committee had been asking Hunter to come testify for months, and Hunter did agree, but there was one key factor that they didn't agree on. Republicans in the House wanted this to be a closed-door, private testimony, and Hunter wanted this to be televised like a lot of the other high-profile testimonies we've seen. And from Hunter's perspective, it makes sense. If the questioning and Hunter's answers are done publicly, it leaves less room for things to be taken out of context for political reasons in an election year. But as of today, it looks like the Republicans did get what they want, and Hunter will show up in Washington, D.C. next month for a closed-door private deposition. And here's the exciting news. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. Let's go back to last year. In the core four, I told you about teenage boys at a New Jersey high school who were using AI generators to create and share fake nude photos of their female classmates. And yes, this is hope for humanity because a New York representative has reintroduced the Preventing Deep Fakes of Intimate Images Act. If passed, it will prohibit the non-consensual disclosure of digitally altered intimate images. 
anyone who shares deep fake pornography without an individual's consent could risk paying fines as high as $150,000. And I highly doubt teenage boys have that kind of money lying around. They also could face prison time up to 10 years if sharing the images causes violence. The bill has bipartisan support and is a great step in protecting all of us in the world of AI. I never really thought that through this podcast, we would be talking to our community about underwear. But here we are. Uh, we heard from Jen and Lisa who ordered from me undies the last time we talked about them and they love their order for me undies. Yeah, so they got hipsters and said they were super comfortable, soft, and they don't ride up because there really is nothing worse when it comes to underwear. Yeah. But Anthony and I both really loved our underwear from me undies as well. They are really soft and comfortable. And on top of that, they have so many designs to choose from. I have neon hearts. Anthony, you have Christmas aliens. Wearing them right now. But there's also a cat design that I have obviously been eyeing up. And Carla Marie, I can't believe we haven't talked about this already, but the contoured pouch and ball caddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Me Undies has men's underwear that helps support and, uh, how do I say it, accentuate your junk. Okay. <laughs> well, if you don't need new underwear, Me Undies also has loungewear and bathing suits as well. Good things come in big packages at Me Undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping. Go to MeUndies.com slash CMA. That's MeUndies.com slash CMA for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfortable from the outside in. Think quick. It's Two Second Tunes. Today for Two Second Tunes, we are going to hop into the time machine and go all the way back to the year 2002. Okay. Which means, Carla Marie, you were doing what? I was in eighth grade, middle school. Eighth grade. Yep. All right. Well, probably grinding at the school dances. Two second tunes, 2002. Uh-huh. And we've got two guests for you to introduce, Carla Marie. Yes, we do. We've got Veronica, who's celebrating her birthday today. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. Woo-hoo. Thank and you. Can you said, I want to play my wife. So yes. Alex is here today. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. Veronica, kicking off two second tunes. Here is your first clue. Shakira, oh my gosh, what, when, uh, whenever, whatever, whenever, whenever, wait, <laughs> I think it's whenever. Got to give I'm us your final whenever, answer. Whatever. What words? Whenever, are you whatever. I'm not confident. You're saying whenever, whenever whatever, whatever. Okay. Well, I'm not confident. You get one point because <laughs> Shakira is correct. And the correct title is whenever, wherever. <laughs> wherever. All right. Whenever, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) That wherever makes a lot more sense than whatever. It does. Yeah. Once you hear it. Yeah. Alex, moving over to you for part two of round one. Here is your two second tune. Hot in here, Nelly. Oh, you were so (laughs) amped. Two points. I mean, in 2002, I was in college. So that was like, you know, the party. Yeah. 
That was the so, song that like if yeah. you went into if there was that bar in your college area that like let you in with a fake ID, you were grinding to that song. Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say Alex was grinding just like Carla Mimbley, yeah. but probably in a totally different way. I was in eighth grade at school dances, dancing to that. Alex was in college. Same thing. So what? Uh, music brings us together. All right, as we go into round two, Carla Marie, we got a score check. Uh, Veronica's got one. Alex has two. All right, Veronica, Uh-oh. back over to you. Here is your second two-second tune. Vanessa Carlton, a thousand, wait, yeah, a thousand thousand miles? (laughs) Two points and one thousand miles. A thousand miles. It's a thousand miles. (laughs) Alex, we are going to move over to you. Here's your part of round two. Oh, man. I recognize the song, but I could not tell you who the band is. Can you sing it to get to the (laughs) title? (laughs) I have no idea. No idea. idea. We'll take that as your final answer, as incorrect. (laughs) Veronica. You have a chance to steal. Uh, Yes. It's the middle. I'm not positive of the band. I'm going to say Jimmy Eat World. (laughs) Two points. (laughs) Great memory and puts you back into the lead. Yep. Veronica, you can uh, give yourself a sizable lead here as we enter the hardest round, round three. Like, like Avril Lavigne, complicated. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at you coming in here. Coming in hot. Butt again. Alex, we're going to give you your final clue. Get this party started. Uh, oh, what's her name? Pink. We're going to give you one point because it is pink. It's get the, the party, party started. started. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, today right. had the trickiest song titles, I'd say, of most yeah. of our two-second tunes. But with the final score? Veronica 7, Alex 3. Congratulations. <laughs> so did you guys wager anything on this? She gets um, a massage. Oh. She gets a massage. I'm Ooh. so excited. A oh. birthday massage at that. I'm, I'm clocking it in tonight. I'm clocking it in. And it is your birthday, so we've got to play a very special birthday song for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never played on the podcast before. Tell us the artist. We give you $1,000. <laughs> Listen, I'm Arabic. That's what we play at my our Arabic uh, birthday festivities, and I don't even know the yeah. artist. So yeah. happy birthday, Veronica. Congratulations on your win, thank and thank you. you guys so much for making time for us. Yeah, seriously. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. That was so special. Thank you so much. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. It pains me to say this. And for those of you that know me, you know how hard this is for me. But... For the first time in history, the iPhone was the top-selling phone in the world. The numbers are finally coming out for last year's mobile phone sales. And in 2023, Apple sold 234.6 million iPhones, which helped them jump ahead of Samsung, which finished the year with 226 million phones sold. And I actually found this pretty crazy. Until this most recent data came out, Apple had never been the top-selling mobile phone company. Samsung held that title for 13 years. And before that, can you guess who it was? Obviously not Samsung, not Apple. I told you that already. In 2010, the company that sold the most mobile phones was Nokia. 
This episode of the Morning Show podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. We talk all the time about getting your priorities in order, but how do you actually know what that order should be? Great question. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of that. Yeah, you don't need to wait until you're dealing with trauma to start therapy. Actually, going to therapy can help you develop coping strategies for when you do find yourself in those difficult situations. If you've been thinking about starting therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. There's a brief questionnaire to fill out before you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That's one of my favorite features, honestly. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash CMA show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash CMA show. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. The next time someone makes you stay up past your bedtime, just sue them. Madonna is being sued by two people who went to her concert at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn because the show went too late. Their tickets state that the show would start at 8.30 p.m., but Madonna didn't take the stage until sometime between 10.45 and 11 p.m., When the show ended at 1 a.m., the two concertgoers had to deal with limited public transportation, limited ride-sharing options, and increased costs. I've been there after a concert, and it sucks. The suit also says that many ticket holders who attend concerts on a weeknight have to get up early to go to work or to take care of their families. The class action suit alleges there was a breach of contract for promising the show would start at 8.30 p.m., and possible false advertising and deceptive trade practices. If you want to stay up all night and see Madonna on the celebration tour, she does have dates available through April. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. If you have a cat that loves to literally parkour around your house, or maybe a dog that just needs to chill out, this What's Trending is for them and you. I use Medterra CBD for my cats. They also have a dog version and a human version. I haven't tried that one, but the cat version actually works really well. It's great if you're having guests over, traveling, or for day-to-day maintenance with an anxious animal. They also have CBD treats, but in true cat fashion, mine were too picky, so I'll give them the CBD drops when necessary. And huge shout out to our listener, Martha, who was looking for pet CBD options for her new puppy, which which made me realize I never mentioned Medterra in What's Trending. Go to themorningshowpodcast.com. You can see the link and you can shop the different CBD options they have. The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. With Carla Marie and Anthony. That is it for the Friday show. Episode 451 is now coming to a close. Uh, There is no corresponding area code today. But before we get out of here, Carla Marie, I know you've got a shout out, right? Yes, Amy reached out to us with a very special birthday shout out. Her grandma turns 99 years old today. Yeah, happy birthday. I know, that's really cool. Amy said she got the day off of work to spend the entire day with her grandma. Her name is Aline, so happy birthday, Aline, or grandma. As always, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for pressing all those buttons to get here. Enjoy your weekend. We'll be back in your ears in three days with The Monday Show. Thanks for listening to The Morning Show Podcast.